0: Jabber's podcast. I am your boy, Stevie Jobber. And I'm the man, Dangerous Duke Duncan. And this is a special edition of the podcast where we are doing fantasy matches. We're calling this the uh, Fantasy Booking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many times we're going to do this, but this is the first official one if we ever do another one. Mm-hmm. We're taking wrestlers from the current active roster. Um, so no legends, no retired acts. Um, anybody from any promotion currently working. And we got uh, six matches lined up. There's six matches on each card. Um, The way we're going to book it is we're going to go one match for one match. Um, We're going to say what the match is, what the stipulation is, who's in it. And the other person is going to book it. So I'll have a match. I'll tell you what my first match is. Duke is going to book the end of the match. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to go... Uh, match for match until we end the six.
1: Yep. Very
0: good. All right, guys, you ready? Um, Who's starting off? Uh,
1: You can start off with your first match.
0: All right, so from my first match, I have a fatal five-way TLC um, just in the spirit of the TLC matches that we used to love so much Mm -hmm. between the Hardys and the Dudleys and uh, Edge and Christian.
1: You're kicking it off strong. This five-way...
0: It's 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 pretty big, but I thought it would be a really good beginning. It felt like um, you know, uh, WrestleMania is what I used to start off with mm-hmm. the uh, the crazy matches with the crazy ladder matches. So this Fatal Five Way TLC is uh, the Briscoes, the Usos, the Motor City Machine Guns, um, the Young Bucks, and Tanahashi and Abushi from New Japan Pro Wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I put it together just just trying to find uh, something good from all of the major promotions whose uh, tag teams will work really well in the ladder match okay so what do you uh, what, who do you book in to win that one
1: Uh, for that match that's actually you got a lot of moving parts in that match and that match is kind of interesting Uh, you got you got the Briscoes you got the Usos you got the Young Bucks Motor City Machine Guns and you got Ibushi
0: and who I have Abushi uh, and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh,
1: that's kind of tough. If I'm booking that one, uh, just just for the simple fact that it's a TLC match and there's gonna be a lot of moving parts, I think I would probably book. I'm probably gonna book the Usos to win that match. Mm. I think it's gonna be close. I would probably say it's going to be a barn burner between the Usos and the Young Bucks. I would see the Briscoes being the guys that do the most dangerous spots in that match.
0: Okay, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be the guys that if not falling off top of the ladders, they're going to send people through ladders. They're going to send people through tables. They're going to do something crazy.
0: Yeah, I would count on them to be the Dudleys in this match. Yeah, so I think that the
1: Usos are going to be aggressive too. But I think the Usos are always more smart with how they wrestle and how they go into those brutal type of matches. So Mm -hmm. I'm booking the Usos to win. And because I'm thinking the Usos are probably going to go in as a babyface tag team into that match. So I'm booking the Usos so the babyfaces get a pop in that match.
0: I like it. I like it. I can see the Usos winning that. I can see it being pretty close too. All right, what do you got?
1: All right, my first match, I'm not starting it off with a huge crazy match, but it's a little bit crazy in a sense. I'm going with Finn Balor mm-hmm. with his manager, the underboss, Bad Luck Fale. Mm. Prince Devitt Versus Kenny Omega with Adam Page in a no disqualification match, but I booked that match for... To kick off this show because you have that bullet club rivalry
0: yeah even yeah, though they never yeah. crossed
1: past and the bullet two club, generations you still got two different bullet two different leaders of bullet clubs two different styles going at it and i thought that would be a good show to kick off or a good match to kick off the show with so you tell me who you got winning that match
0: i like that one Be that's a little more intense i like that i like the bullet club rivalry i say um who who, do, who does Kenny have Kenny has Page at his corner
1: Kenny Omega has Adam Page in his corner and Finn Balor has uh, Bad Luck Fale
0: I say Finn Balor and Fale because you don't fuck with the original mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm that's the
0: one rule of remakes. don't fuck with the original yeah, don't fuck with the original I like that I like I like Devitt going over there mhm oh um, you giving him that little New Japan shout out you like <laughs> Devitt okay I like it I like it I like Devitt winning that one yeah, and I think I think uh, he was a little more badass in New Japan than Kenny mm-hmm. was. And he'd have to bring out that New Japan Finn Balor for yeah. that one. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely see Balor over Omega for this one.
1: All right, cool. I like that.
0: All right, moving off of my uh, TLC, my crazy TLC. I'm going to bring it down with a one-on-one. Um, I'm putting the NWA title on the line. Okay. And a match between two gentlemen I'm giving gentlemen. it a, a Nick Aldis from the NWA for the NWA title against Drew McIntyre okay um, I just think they'd have good chemistry in the ring um, they're two big guys but they know how to move in there mm-hmm. and I think uh, it'd be a nice uh, low hype gentleman's rivalry to put after that big start mm-hmm. to really bring people's focus in on the wrestling again yeah so who do you have winning the NWA championship uh if I'm booking that match I'm
1: giving it to Nick Aldis you're giving it to Nick? I'm giving it to Nick yeah I'm giving it to Nick just because man I mean on an indie scene they both did great yeah they both did amazing but Nick Aldis I feel like if I'm booking it he's gonna he's gonna be the guy that I that I give the uh the belt to in that situation
0: I could see it. I could see it. I could see it going either way. I like Nick Aldis winning that one. I mean, Nick's Nick's been Nick's been a strong staple for them anyway. Yeah, yeah. I could see Nick. I could see Nick retaining right there.
1: And that's and that's whether you whether Nick's whether Nick's the face or Nick's the heel. Mm-hmm. I'm still giving it to
0: Nick. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good gentleman's match. I'm sure they would shake hands afterwards too. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, I, I think that's going to be a big. I think that's going to be a technical match. Mm-hmm. which is going to be a good thing considering they're both two big guys.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I can
1: see that being a technical match, and I can see I, I give it to Aldous. I'm booking Aldous to win that match right there.
0: Sounds good, man. All
1: right, what do you got? What do you got? Right, my second match is a title match, and it's a TLC tag title match.
0: Oh. And
1: I'm kind of piggybacking off of you, but I like the match. I like the way it is, and I'm keeping it simple just with three teams. Okay. I got the Briscoes. Yeah. Versus the Usos versus the Young Bucks. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to keep that kind. I didn't want to add too many teams in there just to distract and mm-hmm. have have you looking this way at one team, that way at another team. So I kept it simple, just three teams, keep it short, keep it simple. And it kind of gave me the callback to the very first match I ever watched. Like, actually, that was on tv at the time which was wrestlemania 17 the second Mm. tlc match between the hardys the dudleys and Edge and christian i think that'll be a great match i think that's an excellent second match considering in most pay-per-view situations the second match is usually your bathroom break match right so that's not a bathroom break match that's a match that you're going to want to sit there and watch so that's why i put that match second
0: i like your thinking Mm -hmm. okay and it does call back um The funny thing would be the the Usos would probably act as Edge and Christian in that one Mm -hmm. I see the Briscoes as the Deadlies and the Bucks as Jeff and uh, Matt Mm -hmm. Um, you booked the Usos to win mine I'm gonna say I booked the Bucks okay I booked the Bucks to win um, because you know what I think the Briscoes are gonna be too hardcore
1: okay
0: the guy that's too hardcore never usually wins um, I think the bucks I think the bucks and the Usos are gonna have a a, a close tie in it mm-hmm. and it's probably gonna be one knocking the other off the ladder. yeah, I book the bucks I think okay. the bucks will have some really good flip spots, but I think there's enough uh strategy in the bucks for them to pull it off, okay, so I'm gonna go bucks, beat the Briscoes and Uso.
1: I could see where I could see where you're thinking there, especially since the Usos and Briscoes kind of think alike in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So I could see that happening. I'm I'm not mad about that booking. I I will actually say I like that booking idea.
0: All right. Um. Let me give you my third. My third. Um. I'm reverting back to some hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a fatal four way hardcore match. I'm taking the number down from five to four now. (laughs) We gotta narrow it down. Um, I'm taking a hardcore match between four hardcore guys from four different promotions. I want the psycho killer Tommaso Ciampa from NXT. I want Darby Allen from AEW. I want EY from Impact. And I'm taking... (laughs) <laughs> uh Tamatonga from New Japan because yeah. uh, I just I just like Tama Tonga and Tamatonga uh-huh. needs a spotlight you know what I mean um, and in a hardcore match with guys like that for Tamatonga to really get a good a good spotlight because he's probably the biggest guy in that match mm-hmm. which which uh, makes him an easy standout to win I don't know who's gonna win because you know Chomp is a really good talker it'd be a really good it'd be a really good build yeah but uh, that's my four. Okay. Hardcore match, Ciampa, Tama, Darby, and EY. All right, so
1: that I had someone picked to win that match until you gave the reason as to why you picked those people. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking a little bit. So since it's a, you said it's a hardcore match. It's a hardcore match. Okay, so since it's a hardcore match and the respect that it's no DQ or anything like that, I'm going to give it to Tama Tonga, mm. but there's going to be outside interference. Ah, okay. There's going to be outside okay. interference. I'm giving it to Tonga because the way I, I would book it, mm. Darby Allen would go in for the win. Right. He would, he would hit his finisher, he would go in for the pin. And then you have his GOD brethren. You would have his God, his God brethren come out, and then uh, Shout Haiku, Tonga Loa, Tonga Loa, and I was blanking on his name. Thank you, <laughs> Tonga Loa and Haiku come out. They rip out uh, Darby Allen. They hit their moves on him. They do what they have to do. Tama Tonga comes in, gets that little sneak pin. Mm-hmm. The one, two, three. He wins the title, and then that's your heel right there. You have a heel victory with Tama Tonga.
0: I like it. I like it, and it makes sense. And that's the best part about it. Okay.
1: Next, I have an intercontinental title match. Okay. And I was struggling on what kind of stipulation to make this match. If you can come up with a good stipulation, you can make it. But I'm just going to leave this as a straight technical one-on-one match. The villain, Marty Skrull mm. versus the Yes Man, Daniel Bryan.
0: Marty Skrull versus Daniel Bryan.
1: For the Intercontinental title. For the
0: Intercontinental Championship. And like
1: I said, I was struggling to come up with a stipulation for it. I didn't know if there should be or if there shouldn't be. Nah. But I figured... I think me, it's a good straight Let me just leave match. that alone and make it a solid one-on-one title match.
0: I like it. I like... I like it being a straight technical wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... Marty would get a lot of time to shine in the ring with Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and them going uh, move for move grappling um, who do I book to win Marty Scrawl versus Daniel Bryan for the little title I want to I want to go with my gut mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say Marty Scrawl okay I'm going to say Marty because I don't think it takes anything away from Daniel to lose yeah but I think it really puts Marty over the hump to win Okay, and I think uh, it, I think it ends with Daniel having the yes lock on, mm-hmm. Marty reversing it by grabbing his hands.
1: Uh, I know exactly what you're. You going
0: know what for. I mean? Breaking his fingers
1: mm-hmm.
0: and locking on that chicken wing.
1: Ah oh, man!
0: And Daniel Bryan tapping out to a to a glorious pop. There you go. That's how I would book that ending. Okay, I think that I think that's how it works. I think Marty Scrawl goes over, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's class in classic Marty Scrawl fashion.
1: Okay, that I that I can say I like. I agree with that. All right, so let's see what you what do you have up next.
0: All right, where are we at? Um, I have my women's match. Um, dead set in the middle of the card. I have Shayna Baszler. Because I have to put Shannon, any card that I make, mm-hmm. she just has to go in. I put Shayna Baszler in with uh, AEW's Nyla Rose Ooh. and Nia Jax because I felt like I couldn't leave her out.
1: Okay.
0: Um, because originally I was thinking Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose, but I mm-hmm. think Shayna Baszler would be a little more badass, so I threw them three in there. Yeah. So it's uh, two WWE versus one AEW. Triple threat match: Shayna Baszler, Nyla Rose, Nia Jax.
1: Okay. Um, I'm gonna book this with Shayna Baszler coming out on top and taking the W. Oh. I'm gonna book it with Shayna Baszler because you got Nyla Rose, Nia Jax. They're two. They're two big people. hmm They both got muscle on them. They're both powerhouses. Definitely. Shayna, Shayna's a powerhouse too in her own right. Yeah. But Shayna's smaller compared to those two. Absolutely. And. I feel like in that match, they're going to manhandle her. They're going to toss her around. They're going to do all that stuff. That would count on it. And then those two is going to be like the irresistible force meeting the immovable object. And they're going to go in a clash with each other. They're going to tear each other apart. Shayna comes in, gets the submission on one of them, mm-hmm. and Shayna gets the victory. That's the way I book it. I think Shayna gets... Shayna gets... I don't know if she would be the heel or the face in that situation, though.
0: I feel like uh, it would be the situation um, Benoit had with the WrestleMania. He won the belt mm-hmm. with uh, Sean and Hunter.
1: Like the anti-hero? totally
0: consumed in their cells.
1: Okay, so she's like the anti And anti-hero. she's just like, okay.
0: I'm here, too. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Keep your eye out, because I'm taking okay. that.
1: So, yeah. In that sense, I still have no problem giving Shayna the victory. Shayna wins by submission.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, she submits Nyla Rose.
0: I love it. I love it. I love Shayna going over any time, every time. Okay.
1: And yeah. I'm putting this match in the middle, but I'm dubbing it as the dream match we all wanted. Okay. And this is a match we wanted when this man came back to WWE and they still haven't given it to us and I don't know why Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar
0: it is the match we've all wanted to see Bobby versus Brock I like it I'll go one step further
1: okay I'll include Paul Heyman in Brock's corner and I'll include MVP in Bobby Lashley's corner
0: oh that does make it better because that does make it better you got
1: the two managers that can talk for the guys that don't really talk. Even though Bobby has some type of talking ability.
0: Okay. Okay. I think that influences my decision a little bit more. Um, I think... Somewhere in this match... Both managers get kicked out. <laughs> or... As an alternative... I think MVP finds a way to get Paul Heyman thrown out.
1: Okay.
0: Being the slickster that he is. And I think in in a rage of anger, Brock decides to just break MVP in half. <laughs> <laughs> Taking both managers out of the match. Okay. But I think because of him breaking MVP in half, Bobby Lashley okay. will find the the wiggle room he needs to land um the dominator oh and when oh because not, i've always liked the dominator more than the movie currently uses
1: he's not going with the spear he's going no no with the no dominator.
0: i want him to do the dominator show that real strength you know what i mean Ooh, you know brock lesnar is the only guy lifting people up here
1: you know how long it's been since brock took a bump like that
0: and that's why it would work Mm mm-hmm. mhm and that and that, like that and that rage that he uses to tear MVP apart mm-hmm. he's gonna turn around and go right into the dominator
1: I like that I do I like that very much and um I was fine with either one of those two winning I thought you were gonna go the other route but I like the way you booked that I really do
0: yeah i do. I, I didn't go I didn't go Brock because um it's just you know Brock wins everything man
1: yeah yeah Come okay on and I kind of figured that's why you would go that route you know what I mean plus it's a dream match we all wanted. it man
0: yeah what I mean and I always thought Bobby should have won back then anyway yeah give him the rope yeah man that man
1: should have
0: got it and it'd be it'd be way more fun to see Bobby land the Dominator than to see Brock hit hit the yeah Yeah. come on
1: alright so let's see what do you got up next
0: all right, where are we on to? We are on to match five. Co-main events. Yes. Um, my co-main event is the story of the pay-per-view um, in this fantasy booking. My big storyline here would be Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the TNT cha- uh, the TNT championship. Um, I have it for the TNT championship because in my head, I booked this as them having a personal issue and Seth having nothing to gain from it. Mm -hmm. So he pretends that Cody doesn't exist because he has nothing to offer him. Okay. So Cody offers up the TNT championship as a way to just get his hands on Seth Rollins so that Seth will uh, uh, finally get into the ring with him and face the fact that he's not as good as Cody. And I think those two are such good storytellers they would be able to make it work. And I, we's, we've seen Cody and um, his stuff with MJF and how he's uh, he's hell-bent on making a match work if he really wants it. Okay. So that's, that's my story. I see Seth is the bad guy. Cody is the good guy. TNT Championship on the line. Co-made event. Cody versus Seth.
1: I'm going to give that and this decision was kind of easy and this is no knock on the person who i have losing for the tnt title cody rhodes versus seth rollins i'm giving this victory to seth rollins oh, no. i'm going to cody it. I'm, yeah and like i said this is no knock on cody rhodes but i feel like with cody seeing as how this is in some way shape or form the baby he created the tnt yes. title yes he has to lose it to someone credible Mm -mm. He has to lose it to someone who's going to put on a great match. Whether it's by hook or by crook that he wins, or if he just wins clean. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's got to be somebody credible. I'm giving it to Seth, and you're going to hate me for this. I'm giving it to Seth clean. Clean? Clean.
0: Oh, no cheating.
1: Seth wins clean. Clean
0: victory. That is going to destroy Cody. Seth wins clean. Oh, man. If we ever do this again, I might have to have the rematch.
1: I think what happens is Cody... Cody's able to do not a lot of stuff off the top rope, but he can do some stuff.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We've seen Cody hit a backflip before. Yes. I think Cody goes for the backflip. Seth rolls out of the way. And when Seth rolls out the way, Cody lands on his stomach. And he goes, he lands on his stomach. Seth rolls out the way, comes up, hits the curb stomp. I could see it. Uh, wait, we can't call it a curb stomp no more. We're calling it the stomp.
0: The stomp,
1: just uh, the stomp. Fuck that. We're unfiltered. filter. the curb stomp. <laughs> so he hits the curb stomp. So I could see it. Pulls him away from the rope, gets the one, two, three. He wins clean.
0: I could see it. I could see Cody going above and beyond.
1: Yeah, Cody. To show how yeah.
0: with it he is with Seth, and just doing one move too many.
1: Now I believe that match. And paying for it. I believe. I don't know if either one of them have ever had a five star match. -hmm. I believe that match gets a five star match. That could be it. If it's Cody, if it's Cody, if it's AW Cody and WWE Seth, Mm -hmm. that's a five star match. If it was WWE Cody, it's not a five star match. Not at all. AW Cody, WWE Seth Rollins, Seth wins, that's a five star match.
0: I could see it. All right, what do you got? What's your co main event?
1: My co main event is an elimination tag team match. The four horsewomen of WWE, mm. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bayley, versus the four horsewomen of MMA, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir. And that's a match we got teased for years about. Years. When, matter of fact, when Ronda first got here, we teased it that yeah.
0: match. Even when Shayna first got here.
1: Yeah, they, that match got yeah. teased that. So I think that match happens. And I think that's a good enough spot to put the women so you don't have them kick off the show mm-hmm. and you don't want them in the bathroom break portion of the show right you give them that co-main event spot right there
0: i think that's a great co-main event i think oh who do i pick to go over though i think the story writes itself mm-hmm. um they've been writing it for years it'd be so easy to to book the hype for that I could see an all out brawl right before the Mm -hmm. pay-per-view who do I you said it's an elimination it's an elimination it's an elimination if it's an elimination um oof oof okay I see it as um being two it it being four to two Mm -hmm. I see Jessamine and Marina Getting knocked out first, first two eliminations.
1: Okay,
0: and it ends up being handicapped. Um four Ronda horses. Rousey versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna versus the four horsewomen of WWE, back to back, brawling them off. I think in one big spot, um, Shayna takes out Sasha. Okay, with the choke. Um, I think. They take out Bailey next okay enraged by Sasha going down she she breaks from game plan and just goes one one on two to strike with him <laughs> and loses viciously. yes okay. Shayna does her uh, her uh, her elbow snap oh okay and then Rhonda goes right into the arm bar easy tap out mm-hmm. Baylor can go and then it's two on two Charlotte and uh, Charlotte and Becky, and Becky versus Ronda and Shayna I think I think Becky loses okay I think Becky loses to, to Shayna and then immediately after Shayna goes out okay um, I think just somewhere in the brawl, um, the disarmer gets reversed into that chokehold because now you're just dealing with some missionists.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, she goes for the disarmer, and classic chain of a fa- uh, classic chain of fashion. She has a reversal for it. She gets the choke. She gets the tap out.
1: Okay.
0: And after right after the tap out, she gets hit with that big Charlotte boot. Mm-hmm. Natural selection. She goes out before Ronda can stop it, and it's Charlotte versus Ronda.
1: Okay, and I, I like that because that's a uh, a leader versus leader dynamic in exactly, a way. Exactly, exactly. Okay.
0: And I think uh, I don't see that's this is where it becomes hard because now I don't know if I want Shayna or I want Ronda to go over. Because Ronda is the big monster to get over, right? But. Do you go Ronda or do you go Charlotte? Because it's not like Ronda's a bad wrestler. No. Her no. in-ring talent is, is actually very up to par. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's a, she's a good wrestler.
0: Hmm. I think... Here's here's a good ending. I think Charlotte gets her arm kayfabe broken mm-hmm. by the arm bar, but she won't tap out. Okay. And Ronda lets go in oh, so rage
1: Charlotte does like one of those my arm my arm it's broken things
0: one of those or like it breaks um however they make it look on camera cause I know they have like a thing where they like uh turn her arm that's how Rhonda mm-hmm. used to do it when she broke people's arm kayfabe um they'll have that they'll lock it in for a good two three minutes of just Charlotte screaming in agonizing pain
1: okay
0: arm like turned, broken Kayfabe and mm-hmm. she lets go of the hole because Charlotte won't tap out. And she goes to what was her other what was her other um, whatever that other finisher Rhonda used to use that uh, variation of the Samoan drop. Oh, yeah, drop. Like,
1: it's like a twisting Samoan drop, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: she goes for the variation of the Samoan drop and um, Charlotte reverses it and somehow one arm uh gets into the figure eight okay and taps Rhonda out mm. she can't find a way to reverse it and Charlotte wins for the four- horse woman at Wwe okay
1: because
0: I think uh I think it doesn't work unless it looks like Charlotte wasn't supposed to get out of that yeah I think there would have been no hope had she kept the lock on mm-hmm. and because she let her go Charlotte finds a way to win
1: guess Charlotte, that uh, that uh, that dirtiest player in the game type of thing, like exactly. Her yeah, exactly. I can dig that ending. Exactly. I, I can definitely dig that ending. Do you know
0: what I could see? I could see the ref getting up close, asking Charlotte if she quits, mm-hmm. and to keep from tapping. Right before she goes to tap, she grabs onto the ref's shirt. Yeah, and she won't let it go. Ooh. Until mm-hmm. so Rhonda lets go of the hold,
1: and the rest like, what do you want to do? What yeah, do right. Do? And yeah, and she just, she's just yeah. grabbing him, okay. so she
0: won't tap out. Okay. And then Rhonda finally lets go, and that Charlotte's open.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's how I book it. All Four right.
0: horsewomen go over.
1: Now let's see this main event. What is All the right. main event of the evening?
0: My main event, my uh, huge wrestling match, because I've already had my huge story. So now we just have to have the match. The match of the night for me is uh, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Can't have a main event without him mm-hmm. versus Kenny Omega. Because it's just it's a classic. You put it's Omega. An instant classic.
1: You put Omega in your main event. You put, and I had Omega kicking off the show.
0: You put it. It makes sense for me because, um, but you have to have Kenny on a card somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And AJ is famous for bringing the best out of people yep. in every match. Mm-hmm. So I figure to avoid having a match where somebody might not show up. Yeah. You put them in the ring with AJ Styles. So I had Kenny versus AJ because I feel like it would truly be the best wrestling match on the card. Okay. Okay. And I feel like it it, it it books itself for WWE and AEW. Mm-hmm. I'm top guy here, you're top guy there when it comes to wrestling overall. Let's see who the best wrestler is. Mm-hmm. And then you can put in the little bullet club stuff here and there when you want to. You know what I mean? So it just it it works on it works on the level it of does. like former Bullet Club but also you're the best where you're at. Mm -hmm. I'm the best where I'm at. Let's see who's really the best wrestler out of the two of us.
1: I like that. I like that. They both have the history. They both have a dynamic to it. Yeah. It fits very well. I'm going to go with Kenny Omega gets the victory over AJ Styles. And I'm going with that because I'm looking at it as a sense of we were both on Bullet Club. We were both in Bullet Club together. Yes. We're both the greatest in our promotions. Yes. AJ is a significant, not a significant amount. AJ is a few years older than Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this a lot longer than Kenny Omega. Yeah. So I say AJ pays homage to the young guy that is one of the greatest, and he puts the young guy over. So I'm giving it to Kenny Omega, gets the victory, wins the main event to close out the pay-per-view.
0: I like it. I like it. Do they shake hands after?
1: Kenny Omega goes to shake AJ's hand. AJ walks past him. AJ turns around, looks at the hand. He doesn't shake his hand. But he gives the two sweet symbol. I like it. Because I feel like that would be more symbolic than a handshake between them two. Yes. And whether they're still in Bullet Club together or not, you still get that understanding of respect. Because it's happened before with Finn Balor and AJ. They didn't shake hands. They did the two sweet symbol. Yeah. And that was a huge pop for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that, that moment alone right there could have closed out a pay-per-view. So I feel like them doing the two-sweet symbol, perfect way to close out the pay-per-view.
0: And that was the best match of the night there, too. hmm I believe it. I like that ending. I like it ending in Bullet Club. Yeah, <laughs> it ends
1: in Bullet Club fashion.
0: True pop. All right, what is your main event? My main event
1: is for the world title and it is a last man standing match. Ooh, okay. Number one guy from one promotion, number one guy from another promotion. You got the big dog, Roman Reigns, versus the rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Last man standing match, world title. And I like. I wanted to make this match because Okada, in a sense, is New Japan's version of Big Match John.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: John was off limits, and I still wouldn't put John in this card to begin with, even no. if he was on limits. But no, no. Okada, no disrespect to John. No, no disrespect to John, but Kazuchika Okada is a big. He's Big Match John that he, you like, whether he's heel or face, and mm-hmm. it seems like nothing Okada does is stale. Right, he switches it up somehow, but still keeps stuff the same. Roman went through that spot where all right you're getting a little stale, but he switched it up. he had to go away for a little bit because he had his uh leukemia. then he came back, and he was the big dog again. he mm-hmm. was getting the pops he was mm-hmm. it's bad to say, but the leukemia got him over, but it did it did, but I feel like Roman. Has a he does Whether it's not a great match with everyone, he has a solid match with
0: everyone. Yeah, he has a solid track record, for sure.
1: Okada can have a good match with anyone, almost a great match. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you take someone who can have a solid match with anyone, and you have someone who can have a great match or a good match with anyone, and you put them together, and you make it a last man standing match, neither one of them are going to want to die. Right. So... I felt like a last man standing match was the perfect match to put those
0: two in. I think that's the great thing about both of their uh, characters, mm-hmm. In a last man standing match with uh, the the stake of bragging rights yeah. alone on the line.
1: Yeah, because you nobody's got...
0: gonna want to stay down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's gonna be a fight to the finish for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and I think you're right. I think Roman is the guy to have the really big match with whoever. I think Roman's probably the only guy they have that's that really feels um like a star. Mm. Like true star power. Like at, this is the, the moment, guy absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? He shows up and he's over. Yeah. Um
1: same thing with Okada in New Japan. Like they have they have stars, don't get me wrong, but I feel like but Okada Okada's, is the face of New Japan that everyone knows.
0: Yeah. Okada is that guy. Um and he and he won it fairly from Tanahashi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, uh Okada's definitely the guy. Um so it's two huge stars, last man standing, guys that will never say die. hmm Um who do I who do I have go over here? This is tough. This is tough. Because I'm imagining...
1: Not a bad... It's not a bad main event.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm having... I'm imagining Roman spearing him through multiple things. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and for those of you guys who don't know who Kazuchika Okada is and oh, yeah, why he's saying, having a tough time sorry. trying to figure it out, go just check out some of his New Japan highlights. Please the is a monster. Kenny Omega uh he's chris jericho
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's just had amazing matches with a lot of
0: people mm-hmm. tanahashi mm-hmm. just uh, uh okada for anybody who doesn't know is just he's that dude yeah he, like he, he's new japan's that dude like um if it, for anybody who watched in 2000s when uh tna was tna um if you were gonna show somebody tna you mm-hmm. would be like forget everybody else this is aj styles Pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, Okada's the Okada guy that would go that to yes. if you were to sell somebody uh, New Japan. You'd be like, look at this guy. He's mm-hmm. the one. Um, so that's why this is a difficult decision. You know what? I might, I might actually go with Okada. Okay. I would go with Okada because I see Roman spearing him through a whole lot of shit and Okada finding a way to get back up. Okay and I see I see Okada landing his um trademark clothesline the rainmaker mm-hmm. um, in any time of desperation okay I feel it getting to a point where Roman just... Roman is using all of his energy mm-hmm. for every big thing he can think of. And it's not putting him down. And it's it's slowly becoming a point to where Roman is exhausting himself. Okay. And it turns out Okada was just waiting for the right moment to land that last clothesline mm-hmm. that takes all the life out of him. Okay. Because Okada's a little more mature in mm-hmm. his uh in his character. And I feel like Roman's still young enough, um, in character, kayfabe, okay, to do to put his all of his heart and energy into something without fully conserving his energy,
1: okay.
0: And I feel like Okada would take advantage of it, and he would eat those big shots and get back up. And it would be a whole lot of offense from Roman, but every time Okada moves, it would count. Okay. And Okada would end up keeping him down. Okada hits
1: that one big move that finally keeps the big dog down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got Okada taking the victory
0: there. I feel like um, I feel like he goes down. You know what? I feel like it could be um, Roman expending all his energy, Okada biding his time for the right moment to lay his big moves, mm-hmm. and then I could see Okada landing that final Rainmaker clothesline. Yeah. Them both going down, okay. and Okada just getting up before the ten. Okay.
1: Makes it seem like okay, they're both gonna is going to be a double, double count out and then Okada stands up at like the 8 or 9 mark? Yep. Okay.
0: And Roman just can't find anything to grab to pull him up. Okay.
1: I will I will add one more question in there though. Mm-hmm. Would you book the rematch? Um. Like if you were to book a rematch, would you book it for the next pay-per-view? Or would you give it a John Cena versus Rock type of feel and book it at the One year anniversary mark.
0: I would book it. One year anniversary. Mm -hmm. But I would have Roman go through someone else. Okay. I would have Roman go through somebody. You know what I would do? I would have Roman um, pick apart everybody in the hierarchy of New Japan
1: to get to until Okada Okada gives in. Okay.
0: I feel like Roman like I see Roman attacking Tanahashi, okay, and being like I want Okada, and Okada's like, you don't deserve it. Starts ripping everyone, oh, and so Roman's like, apart, and so he gets what he wants. Right, so, so he's he, like, okay, you, well, let me see, take out Kenta. You now, see, now give me it. You, you know, see know what, what I mean? Shield
1: Roman coming back. Heal Roman. Yes, and okay.
0: Anything to win. Roman. Yes,
1: I like that. That is a good way to book that. I do like that.
0: Because then we could work the uh, the mature angle that they show in the match mm-hmm. into a whole storyline where Roman's just consumed by his anger mm-hmm. and Okada's just totally cool.
1: Okay. I like that. I do like that.
0: All right. Um, that's the end of both cards, I believe.
1: Yeah. We both had some pretty good stuff on there. Right, yeah, so...
0: some killer stuff.
1: All right, so if you had to pick out let's pick out a favorite match of ours from each card okay I'll pick one from yours you pick one from mine on um, which one was the favorite that so you go first and you pick which one um, you think was the favorite
0: um, let me see mm. let's see here let's see I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking. I'm thinking... I would say first match, Finn versus Kenny, but at the same time, because you know what? It would be the best match on the card. I'll do this. Finn Balor versus Omega is best match of the night.
1: Okay.
0: I say my favorite match of the night, though, would probably be Roman and Okada. Okay. Just because I could, I could see how it would work, mm-hmm. and how much of a moment it would start to become. Okay. Whereas um, with Bal with Balor and Omega, um, it'd be the best match, but the moment would already be like there. Okay. You know what I mean. You would already expect it to be a moment.
1: Yeah. So that you said the last match just builds up to something new. Right. Okay. All right, now let me see. On yours, I'm going to go with, I think for me, the match of the night, my favorite match is the hardcore match.
0: The hardcore match?
1: The hardcore match because I feel like there's going to be enough moving parts into that match where you're there's not going to be a boring moment at all. Yeah. Like the Ciampa match with uh, Darby Allin, EY and uh, Tama Tonga mm-hmm. I think that match is probably going to be match of the night and it gets some shine on guys who wouldn't normally get shine
0: very true yeah yeah. it's four guys you uh, you would have trouble placing on the card correctly but mm-hmm. they all work together in that match yeah
1: I'm giving them the, and they're the middle match mm-hmm. so I think the middle match is going to be the match of the night for me and that was tough because I would have I would have went either way with uh, that hardcore match or the Cody and Seth match. Mm -hmm. But I gave the edge to the hardcore match. So I think for me, that's my match of the night. That's my favorite match that you put together. But the Cody and Seth match, it could have went either way for me.
0: Close second. All right, guys. Um, That is our fantasy booking episode. Um, Let us know what you think. I had a great time. I thought we both came up with some really good stuff.
1: Yeah, we definitely did. Um, I liked your card. I liked my card a little bit more, but hey, it is what it is. (laughs) But um, we're definitely, we're going to try to do some more of these in the future if you guys like them. And we're going to post the pictures of our cards onto our social medias. Yes. And we want you guys to decide who came up with the better card.
0: Let me know whose card mine was better. (laughs) And, um, you know, thank you guys for listening again um anything else
1: no uh i just look forward to seeing my card beat your card man oh yeah whatever all
0: right guys let us know if you have any more ideas too
1: yeah definitely Um, because we got some stuff we want to do and then we also want to hear what you guys want us to do because you're just as invested into this as we are and we look forward to hearing from you guys
0: all right y'all stay dangerous
1: stay dangerous love y'all